Today, I'm super excited to be chatting with Therese Kerr, Aka the Clean Living Queen. Thanks to a communal friend, Kate McAloon, chef to the celebrities. Therese was voted one of Australia's most influential women. She lives and breathes health and wellness. And just like her daughter, Miranda Kerr, who is one of Australia's top models, she is beautiful inside and out. So welcome to Wellness Spring. Thank you so much, Therese, for giving up your precious time. Pleasure. My absolute pleasure. It was a shame we missed each other in Sydney over Christmas and New Year's. It was truly heartbreaking to be there, as I'm sure you know, with all the acrid skies, the debris, the smoke, and knowing millions of homes were being destroyed and billions of animals being killed and becoming extinct. I know, Therese, you are passionate about humanity and clean environment. What are your thoughts on the long-term effects that it's going to have on both the people and obviously our land? Oh my goodness. It's just crazy to see what the weather patterns are doing and how, you know, we're having, we go from one extreme to the next. So we've had the, the most horrific fires we've ever had in history. And so many animals, as you mentioned, were so sadly killed as a result of that, homes lost and so on. And then now we're having, you know, floods and rain. And it's like, we have to stop and I think actually look at what are we doing to our planet to cause our planet to be so disruptive. And the thing that I specialise in is chemical toxicity and the impact of chemicals, not only on our health, the health of our children, future generations, but also on the planet. I think our planet, you know, it's a bit crazy to say, but I think our planet's angry with how we're treating it. And, you know, what we do to our planet, we ultimately do to ourselves. And I believe that the fires are a classic example of that. And we have a lot to learn in Australia in relation and a lot of, a lot of our wisdom to extract from the Aborigines in regard to backburning and, you know, protecting our land, protecting our animals. We haven't done that. We've really failed in that regard. Yes, I know. Indigenous people around the world have so much to share. And would you like to tell the listeners more about the impact on chemicals in our products? Because this is something close to my heart as well. Yeah, most definitely. So I specialize in chemical toxicity across all areas. So in environmental factors from agricultural chemicals, so our pesticides, insecticides, glyphosates, herbicides, as such, to chemicals in our cosmetics. And when I speak about cosmetics, the definition for the purpose of this talk is really skin, hair, beauty, personal, baby, oral care, men's care, perfume, cologne, um, candles, anything you find in a floor, a cosmetic floor in a department store comes under my definition. So I specialise in educating and empowering people to understand the impact of those chemicals. Also chemicals in our everyday food, so our artificial colours, flavours, you know, preservatives and so on. I really am concerned with where we're heading at the moment in relation to the rate of illness that we're experiencing. And there's many things that impact that. But one thing people, um, I guess, don't understand is the impact of what we're putting on the skin. Before I go into that, I just want to share what started my journey in relation to becoming so actively involved for the last 18 years in researching chemical toxicity and environmental factors. And in 2001, I had tumours in my spleen, had to have my spleen removed. 
1995, I had endometriosis and Hashimoto's, but it wasn't until 2001 when I had tumors in my spleen. I actually thought, well, what have I done to my body? I was 36 then, and it's like, oh my God, you know, what have I done to cause my body to have these illnesses all by age 36? And by chance, I met Bill Statham, who's the author of The Chemical Maze, incredible researcher. And he opened my eyes up to what we put on our skin, what we're putting in our body, the agricultural chemicals. And my eyes have never left the research pages. And I live and breathe health and wellness and educate people in relation to this and connect them to wellness. Fantastic. Yes, I know you're extremely passionate about it. I love following you on social media and um, learning about it. Um, I started my career in the health and wellness as an aromatherapist, and I couldn't stress it not about the importance of using organic product and I had a conversation with someone last night and we were talking about food and I said yes it's okay to say organic you have to look at where it's come from because it could have been sitting in a truck for six months and I know <laughs> you're passionate about the creams that we put on our skin because obviously everything is absorbed but when you <laughs> look at the ingredients it might be one thing that is organic and then the rest are all full of toxins so what do you do about Yep. people about that. Yeah, so just going back to I was talking about what we put on our skin and on average people don't understand that on average what we put on our skin 60% gets absorbed directly into our bloodstream, into our organs. Now, in some instances that's 100% or up to 100%. What are those instances when we wear perfume or cologne or products that contain the word fragrance? When we put anything in our mouth, the mucous membranes under the tongue will allow immediate absorption into the bloodstream anything under our arms and in our intimate areas it goes directly into our bloodstream now um, our skin is also said to absorb chemicals up to 10 times faster than by way of eating a food with a chemical in it and that's because when we put anything in our mouth we have two major protective mechanisms that protect us and help to break down chemicals the digestive enzymes and the purification process of the liver when we put it out on our skin we totally avoid that we bypass past those two protective pathways. So that's why our skin is said to absorb chemicals up to 10 times faster than by way of eating. Now, people, I assert most people would assume that the products on our shelves and when I'm talking, you know, food products, you know, our cosmetic products, and I'm just going to hone in on the cosmetic type of products, including makeup and so on. Most people would assume that those products are safe or they've been tested for safety. Nothing could be further from the truth. Let me tell you that the cosmetics industry predominantly Dominantly around the world, this is how it works. The cosmetics industry in America basically is the go-to for, like most things in America, the go-to place in relation to the industry. How the cosmetics industry works in America is they have set up their own what they call cosmetic ingredient review panel, set up and established and funded by the cosmetics industry themselves to determine whether or not the chemicals they themselves use in their own products are safe. Chemicals are used in cosmetics on the basis they're safe until proven otherwise, and there isn't any pre-market health testing done on any cosmetic product before it's released onto the market. I just find that absolutely ludicrous. When I found that out, I nearly passed out because I assumed, like most people, that the products on the shelves are safe. I know, well, everybody would think that it's been passed through the various FDA testings in various countries. And we're just like sheep, really. And thankfully for people like you, that you get off your backside and go, 
ooh, this hasn't been tested and let me see. But just to go back to that one point that I said about chemicals being used in cosmetics on the basis they're safe until proven otherwise, the only exception to that really is in Europe where Europe, they have established through the European Commission, the REACH program, where from 2007, they uh, do not allow cosmetic companies to use chemicals in cosmetics unless they're proven to be safe. Now, I would have thought that would have been the norm, but it's not. Since 2007, the REACH program has banned over 1,330 chemicals in cosmetics that are used everywhere else around the world, whereas the cosmetics industry over the last 42 years has only banned 10 in America. So if that doesn't send alarm bells, you know, nothing will. In relation to the rate of illness that we currently have, before I delve into that, I just want to share that in cosmetics alone, and a lot of these chemicals are also a class of chemical in our um, agricultural chemicals. So endocrine disrupting chemicals, carcinogens, obesogens, teratogens. Teratogens are known to cause birth and embryo defects. Reproductive toxins that impact our reproductive organs. Neurotoxins, developmental toxins, obesogens. Obesogens cause our fat cells to multiply. They reprogram our normal cells to become fat cells and they cause us to put on and maintain weight. In fact, general chemical toxicity within the body, which we now, according to Professor Mark Cohen, who is one of my mentors, he states that our bodies have become so toxic that our body can no longer effectively remove the heavy chemical burden we place on our body every day. So what our body does, it won't allow those chemicals to be stored in our vital organs, our heart, our lungs, our liver, our kidneys, our spleen, our fat-laden brain. It pushes these fat-soluble chemicals, these are fat-soluble chemicals, out as far away from those vital organs as possible to out just underneath the skin where if you don't have enough fat to store your fat soluble chemicals in guess what your body purposely puts on more fat so there's a huge link and then you have these obesogens that cause our fat cells to multiply but ultimately there's a huge link between chemical toxicity in the body and obesity now another class of chemical that is just about everywhere not just in our cosmetics it is in all fragrance all perfume products or products that contain the word fragrance or cologne phthalates, um, endocrine disrupting chemicals, xenoestrogens. They mimic the female hormone estrogen, sending our body into estrogen dominance. Also in plastic water bottles and Teflon-coated cookware and so on. Uh, Also some pesticides um, contain endocrine disrupting chemicals as well. And also anti-androgens. So the androgens are the male sex hormones. So anti-androgens impact the male sex hormones. Uh, For example, testosterone. So between, there was a study undertaken, I can speak for a week, as you can guess, and as you can see, <laughs> I can see how passionate you are, wonderful. Yeah, so there was, a, yeah, there was a study undertaken in America between 1987 and 2004 of American men, and they determined between that period, testosterone dropped by 17%. We now know, according to that study and a study in Finland, that that's not the end of it, though, because testosterone is now dropping on average at a rate of 1% per annum. We have currently in our world estrogen dominance that is impacting men and women. So one in seven women are considered infertile. 70% of women have some hormone-related disorder. One in six couples are experiencing infertility issues, of which men now account for almost half. 
sperm count according to the World Health Organization back in 2012, where they reviewed the period 1971 to 2011, they stated, the World Health Organization stated sperm count had dropped by 40%. We now know that with the systemic review undertaken in 2017, it wasn't 40% for that period between 1971 and 2011, it was actually 59%. So no wonder we have the rate of infertility and hormone-related challenges, even so much as back in the World Health Organization report of 2012, genital malformation in little baby boys where, the, as an example, the tip of the penis isn't on the tip of the penis, the testes don't drop. The World Health Organization stated it had increased by 400%, a greater increase than the rise in cancer. We have illnesses that are, you know, we've never had before in history. So cancer, autoimmune diseases, over a hundred different types of autoimmune diseases, inflammatory diseases, inflammatory bowel disease, diabetes. It's even linked to environmental factors and chemical toxicity and hormone-related diseases. I hear as well there's a lot of chemicals that impact testosterone and sperm count. What do you thought? Oh, my goodness, most definitely. So there was a study between 1987 and 2004 of American men. Now, there's also been studies in Finland as well, but this particular study in America between that period scientifically proved that testosterone had dropped by 17% during that period. And they now state that they um, estimate testosterone is dropping at 1% per annum, which is just crazy. So these anti-androgen chemicals that are in you know our world everywhere, including in our plastic water bottles, in our pesticides, agricultural chemicals, as well as the cologne and products, you know, aftershave and deodorants and things that men are wearing. Um, and as well as women, are, you know, the perfumes and the uh, deodorants, the body washes, the shampoos and such, they all contain estrogen dominant, xenoestrogen. So they're impacting, you know, our health in an incredibly harsh way impacting our children as well our children are being born with estrogen dominance so the average age of puberty now has gone from 12 to 14 back to 8 to 10 early onset uh, menopause is also on the rise um, you know ultimately what are we doing to ourselves our kids are being born pre-polluted like never before in history and I know that's a harsh thing to say but they are and people say to me well how can a baby be born pre-polluted and Professor Mark Cohen states babies are being born with literally thousands of chemicals in their little umbilical cords at birth now. And people say, well, how can that be? Well, ultimately, and this is probably the most shocking thing that I'm going to share in this interview and our talk is that uh, one of the fastest ways we detox as a woman is to have a baby. We dump oh. the fat soluble, the chemicals that are in our fat in our body onto our children in utero. And also our breast milk, even though it is the only thing I recommend, the best, the absolute best thing for any mum and baby, but our breast milk now has been tested and is found to contain over 200 plus synthetic man-made chemicals globally that we pass down to our children when we breastfeed. Now, my personal goal is to transform health within one generation. How do we do that? 
we educate and empower parents so that they don't expose themselves to these chemicals unknowingly mostly so that they in turn don't expose their children to those if they are in fact lucky enough to have children and then we have a generation being born that is less polluted than ever before in history it's the first time you know it's crazy another crazy statistic is that it's the first time in history adult children are dying before their parents now we haven't seen that before in history so we have to really look at what we're doing and I'm really an educator I love to educate and empower but education is pointless unless you can apply the knowledge you have to be able to apply the knowledge and you know in so many times I'm speaking with people or I'm public speaking and people will say well where do I go to buy products and my goal is never to overwhelm people I know a lot of this seems like it's overwhelming but it's not but the simple truth is the way that we avoid these problems most of this is through our own doing what we're putting in our body, what we're putting on our body, we can change that on a dime. We can turn that around simply by choosing healthier uh, products. And you mentioned before about, you know, um, the mislabeling or deception around marketing, you know, the word organic. A company can claim something's organic if it has one natural ingredient, but it may contain thousands of chemicals and still be classed as organic. How ludicrous is that? For a product to be really safe, it needs to be certified organic. And to me, the irony in that is that really the products that are unsafe should be labeled that they contain chemicals, not the ones that are actually safe have to go through a process to prove that they're safe. It's just we have it all turned on its head and we need to turn that back. I'm so excited that I'm part of a company in Australia that, you know, I've been educating people for so long and, and empowering people, but never been able to connect them to a wellness place where every product is um, guaranteed to be clean and highly efficacious, the best of the best in wellness products. And this is, it's an Australian company. We've launched into New Zealand, only been operating a little over three years. And then now we're simultaneously launching into Japan and to the USA. And it's very exciting because every product is pre-approved, curated by a product advisory board, which I am a member. So nothing goes on the platform unless it goes through me. And the what that provides is a guarantee for the consumer that they have one place shop to go to where you can buy currently in Australia we have over 1700 products and we've just launched into America and we have around 400 you know available so you know the world is seeking healthier products but with that comes the big multinationals who are greenwashing and the term greenwashing means that they are deceiving the public. You know, a company can claim, as I said, something's organic if it has one natural ingredient. And also we see that, uh, you know, paraben-free or SLS-free, but what the companies don't tell you is the chemicals that have replaced the parabens or the SLS are even worse than the parabens or the SLS were in the first place, but they don't have to tell you that. So whilst the demand for healthy products is increasing, the deception around greenwashing is also increasing because there is a trend for wellness products and it is not fair that the unsuspecting consumer actively seeking a healthier product is being duped by big multinationals. So I say, let's take the money out of the big multinational hands and put it into the hands of people. And that's what this company in origin that I'm um, an ambassador for, a merchant supplier, a um, product advisory board member. Um, and that's what we're all about. 
So it's very exciting what's happening in our world and the changes that are occurring. And we have wellness leaders, you know, Dr. Charlie Teo, who is one of the amazing, most amazing neurosurgeons in the world. We have Professor Mark Cohen as an ambassador. We've just signed world champions as ambassadors of this incredible organization. Why? Even though they have different opinions and varying opinions on health, they all support that we need to create a ground roots, people-powered movement to bring uh, wellness back to the fore and to dictate to the big retailers what wellness products actually are or to show them what wellness products are so that we can be a, um, a stand for future generations and their health. And it's so needed. So the name of the company is Inner Origins? Innerorigin.com. And if you go innerorigin.com forward slash Therese Kerr, uh, people can actually reach out to me through you if they're interested because they can then create their own wellness shop and share it with people. This is a ground roots movement and it's about uh, it's really about the transformation will occur when we stop buying products companies will stop making them. So we have to put our dollar, every time we spend money, we vote with our dollar for things to continue or for things to transform. My goal is to have people vote with their dollar at normal retail price or better, what our platform offers as such, but they're guaranteed to be that clean, highly efficacious. So it takes the hard work out of choosing healthy for people. So in our origin.com forward slash Therese Kerr. And we're looking for people all over the world to join us in this movement. So I'm excited to be able to share that with you and to share it with the people who are listening to this as well. Fantastic. I've got a few people I've mentioned here in France and Monaco that I'm speaking to tonight and they're super excited and they're so in love with what you're doing so I'll share that news with them and you never know maybe I'll start something up here so we can get you over here as well that would be wonderful yeah that would be amazing would love that yeah well in Monaco alone there's several associations to help clean living and clean water for example Prince Albert is really passionate about clean environment clean water and I'm sure Mm. He'd be very supportive if you were to come over here and give a talk, for example. Mm, Would love that. And, you know, we even have on our platform, so this is the degree and the quality of the products. They're the best of the best. So Professor Mark Cohen specializes in toxicology. He's one of the most uh, renowned wellness, holistic medical doctors in the world. He's sat on the board of the um, Global Wellness Summit. He sits on boards all over the world, Bathe the World Foundation. His thing is water and having people have access to clean water. And he couldn't hand on his heart, uh, recommend a water filtration system because our municipal tap water even is so toxic because the chlorines and chloroamines that are put in our water to kill bacteria actually not only kill the bad bacteria before it gets into our homes, but we are mostly bacteria. So our skin is covered in good bacteria. Our gut health should be good bacteria. But unfortunately, we're drinking municipal tap water with so many nasty chemicals, including the chlorine, chloroamines, uh, pesticide and pharmaceutical drug residues, you know, heavy metals and so on. What we're doing to our body is, Professor Mark Cohen states, you either use a water filtration system or you become one. And he couldn't hand on his heart recommend one. So he created one specifically 
uh, bringing together the technology, the latest and greatest technology around the world to create a water filtration system or systems for the home. So there's a whole house system, there's an above uh, counter system, there's an under the sink counter because when you actually heat water, when you're cooking with municipal tap water or showering in um, municipal tap water, unfortunately you increase the toxicity even more just by heating it. So the breathing in of the gases and so on. So we're all about education and empowering and connecting people to wellness i would love to come and visit and spread this movement over there it'd be amazing so we just have to get it organized and we'll be there we'll look into it as you know the biggest problem worldwide one of them anyway is the plastics that are in the oceans this is Mm -hmm. big yeah well they now say that we consume an average credit credit card size of plastic per month as a human being. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, you know. and and all, all plastic contains phthalates. Phthalates are your most potent endocrine hormone disrupting chemical. So impacting our hormones, no wonder we have the rate of infertility and challenges and even obesity because of the chemical toxicity we subject ourselves to. And me, that's not okay. I'm not okay with that. That's why I speak out. That's why I'm sharing this information across everything, you know. And also, you know, I have a stance in relation to vaccinations. We'll just touch on that because I think it's so important that we do. The media likes to paint me as anti-vax. I'm not anti-vax. I'm pro-vaccine science, pro-vaccine safety, ensuring that vaccines are safe. There are so many questions around that at the moment. There was a um, study and Robert F. Kennedy is amazing, absolutely incredibly incredible. And he shared a study where even now giving babies a a hepatitis B vaccine at birth has been shown in testing to increase the risk of autism by 1,135%. So a relative risk of 1,135. Whereas as compared to smoking a packet of cigarettes a day for 20 years has a relative risk of 10. So have a little think about that. Now my website TheresePerr.com is full of information. If you go to the journal, I have all of this information there. Like that is alarming to think that if you smoke a packet of cigarettes a day for 20 years, you only have a relative risk of 10. Yet if you have the hepatitis B vaccine given to a baby at birth, you have a relative risk of 1,135. That's horrendous. And I believe in some mm-hmm. countries, they really push you to have the, the injections at birth and otherwise they fine you or won't let you go, the children go to the school. Yep, yep. there's mandatory. SB 276 has been passed in California and that's wow. mandatory vaccinations. And you know what? We just need to ensure that vaccines are safe. And, you know, when an industry is led by profit when there's money to be made and that industry is exempt from liability and the doctors giving those uh, vaccinations are exempt from liability then we have a real concern on our hands we have to actually protect our children the best way to do that is to actually do the study you know there's never been um, the full safety studies where there is a placebo they've used other vaccines as the placebo now the, if, you, if you follow Robert F. Kennedy and Del Bigtree, you will see that ICANN, which is the Informed uh, Consumer, Informed Consent Action Network, um, they actually took the government in America to court. The government admitted there's never been the full gold standard safety study on any vaccine. 
because they've used the vaccines as a placebo as opposed to a true placebo. Wow, that's incredible. Crazy, yeah. Especially in this day and age, but I guess there's always talk about corruptions with pharmaceutical companies and who's paying who what to get things out there. Yeah, well, they're the biggest lobbyist um, group. People follow America as such, and what America does, they're the biggest uh, lobby group in America, lobbying the government as such. And you know what? There's so many people that are actually starting to speak up about this. So many mums, you know, who have had children who have been vaccine injured and or damaged. And no, I recommend everybody open their eyes to actually start to reason and to think and to question and to watch the documentaries Vaxed and also uh, Vaxed 2. There's other ones, you'll see other ones on my website as well. And again, I just want to reiterate, and I even have it on my website, I'm not anti-vax, I'm pro-vaccine safety so that people are informed and can make informed choices. And I think, you know, we should not be forced to have vaccinations as such or put put uh, chemicals into our body that we don't want to. So that's another story for another day. Yeah, I totally agree. And on a positive note, I, I know you're beautiful inside and out. And when I was living in Sydney, in Rose Bay, a friend had a clinic in Double Bay, Helene, and she was storing your lovely Kiora product because you started that oh, yes. with um, your lovely daughter, Miranda. Yes. Yep. So I was the CEO for three years of Cora. And then I said to Miranda, we can't stop just at skincare. We need to do personal care and then we need to do mature age skin. And yeah. um, so I went on to do spa grade quality skincare that is, you know, transforming people's skin. You see a physical visible difference when you use it. Cora is absolutely amazing, incredible product. Miranda's been a leader, been before our time in relation to that. And as a family, we're just dedicated to health and wellness and I'm so blessed to have you know two beautiful children who are both on the wellness journey as well and sharing wellness and you know I believe if you have a public profile you have an obligation a yes. responsibility to share information if you know it and to make a difference to be you know a, a contribution to our world and that's really what we're about as a family and it's so lovely and my husband's right involved as well which is wonderful I've been with him since I was 16 and oh um, my he's God. my soulmate that's wonderful yeah is we're very there... blessed our souls have, have evolved at the same time you know if, if they had we wouldn't be together but yeah. um we're very blessed they have so it's beautiful it's been it's been lovely speaking with you thank you and um, what was it like obviously being the mother of one of the world's top models <laughs> it's interesting you know both you have know, both my children we treat exactly the same and we bring that grounding you know to Miranda she's been modeling since really she started modeling uh, quite young she won the dolly competition but we never allowed her to do modeling full-time until she finished her uh, school her higher school certificate year 12 and um, she was quite old within the industry uh, when she came to America and she was 21 and then I believe our heart shines through our soul shines through and people just fell in love with her Miranda will always be Miranda to us so we don't see her any differently she's an amazing beautiful soul she's more beautiful on the inside than she is on the outside as is our son so we're very yeah. very blessed and as are my grandchildren so my husband and I just adore our grandchildren Maddie our beautiful son he just loves his little nephews so it's just beautiful 
Oh, it's so lovely to hear such success stories. And yeah. I wish you all the very best of luck for future endeavors. Um, just quickly, if there was three things or even one thing that you could advise young people to start a business, what would that be? Because I know you're successful in so many areas. Yeah, so belief. You know, if you don't believe that you can do it, you won't do it. As simple as that. If you don't have that belief, you know, and, and just um, really believe that you do have the ability to do it and, you know, and, and surround yourself with people who support you in that belief and never give up, you know. Um, it's really important not to actually quit on your dreams because so many of us quit you know, right at the time or so many people quit right at the time when you're just about to get that breakthrough. And another thing is meditate, you know, create and then manifest. Um, and one of the best ways to do that is through meditation. So I meditate every day. In fact, I meditate three times a day just to really put out into the universe and feel, you know, feel what it is coming to, to fruition and you know, my goal, as I mentioned, is to transform health within one generation. We're bringing together leaders in wellness. And I believe a lot of that has to has the result of we're all energy. As human beings, we're energy. We put that energy out and then what comes back, we attract. So, yeah, that's my recommendation is believe in yourself, don't quit, and create and manifest into existence what it is you want in your life fantastic i wish you all the very best and i hope to see you in monaco and france very soon i would uh, absolutely love that so thank you thank you so much lovely and i look forward to hopefully seeing you there soon thank you very much